Hi, Gloria Leibecker here with Healing You. Today I've been reflecting on secure attachment. Some of you may be aware of that term and others of you may be like, what is she talking about? Secure attachment. So there's different types of attachment styles that we can develop as a human being in our relationships with others. We can have what's known as secure attachment where we really have had the experience, according to the researcher Ed Tronick, who is a researcher in the development, developmental psychology, and he's done research that shows that if we had attunement with our main caregiver, at least 30% of the time, then we will develop secure attachment. So I just want to recognize how important it is that we experience what's known as attunement and what that looks like. If we didn't experience that in our relationships with others, then we could possibly have what's known as avoidant attachment, or we could have ambivalent attachment. And then there are some of us that have disorganized attachment. But for the purpose of this video today, I want to focus on secure attachment. Because regardless of what type of attachment we may have experienced in our life, we have neuroplastic cells and it's possible to lay down new pathways to have earned secure attachment. I was working with a client the other day and this really stood out to me. It's like um, the cycle, the cycle that we can go on in our life. And the cycle for this one was something about having an experience that can just pop up without even realizing it was going to, where it felt like there's a little detachment that happens. So it's a type of dissociation of all of a sudden not being as fully present as you just were. And one of the, the default mode network, the automatic chatterbox that we have inside of us, it begins to say something to the order of, I am not worth it. And it spirals around it goes from, I'm not worth it, to it's my fault. I don't matter. I can't say anything or it will make it worse. And no one understands. And right about there, it goes from this deep grief to coming around and the energy starts to build up and it's angry. There's angry energy. And I want to pause and acknowledge that underneath the fuel of anger is an acknowledgement that there's a lot of needs that are not being met in this moment. And it's an a red alert to take time to pay attention to what's happening inside of us. So when the anger comes up, then it comes out with like, I am just too much trouble. And, and then it starts again. And so many times this pattern could start to loop around due to separation anxiety. Maybe when you were little, you weren't ready for your caregiver to to leave and go to work or wherever they needed to go and it was so distressful or there are some of us that we didn't receive that 30% attunement as much as or as often as our our nervous system needed and we were left on our own so much more and so there's this distress that would come up and so our panic grief circuitry just takes a hit and I'm suspecting that in this scenario that I'm talking about for it to go around from the separation anxiety and grief to come around and ignite the anger to try and support yourself because when we're little 
well, any time, but especially when we're little, we are not able to self-soothe on our own. We need accompaniment. We need attunement from another to feel the heartbeat, have skin-to-skin -skin contact, to be able to sync up our, the rhythm of our heart and our breath, to find our way back to calm. And we need that repeatedly in order to know how to self-soothe. And if that's not what we've experienced, then we have got this escalated spiral that comes in and blindsides us in the middle of our day. And so what might that look like? Needing, needing so much to have an experience of attunement. Well, for me, I drew out a little picture with the arrows showing these different thought clouds that would come around and how they spiraled and came into the anger in order to try to rescue or protect self that anger could kind of make like a type of insulation that would be all around this being. Um, and it's a type also of the dissociation, so they're not feeling. But when we go into that type of a not feeling, we don't feel any of the good stuff in our life either. We've disconnected from that. And so to have an experience where someone that you trust tunes into you and can actually begin to name what your experience might be with resonant warmth and care and a kind eye gaze. You can begin to notice your body coming back. So I drew in little clouds. And those are clouds of care that would come and circle each of these little mental chatters that were going on. It's like, I'm not worth it. And just really circling it to bring in some warmth and some care and gentleness. And it's all my fault. Put another cloud around that. I don't matter. Just really staying with that felt experience of not mattering, of, well, I can't say anything or it will make it worse. So there's fear really activated there. And then no one understands. And then kapoo, this, this implosion or explosion inside. I'm just too much trouble. And so there's a, um, an outbreak. It's like the body is actually crying for help. Can anybody hear me? Does anyone understand me? So needing this. It's a desperation. And then that final one, I'm not worth it. So that, that inner experience of not being worthy. Needing relationships in our lives that we have the experience of, I am worthy. You know, I am all right. I, I do matter. I am able to freely express my truth. And it's a contribution in my world. I am com understood with compassion. And life with me is easy. To begin to um, have connections that you can trust, even when you might be physically in a completely different way, to know that there's a heart connection that stays with you no matter where you go. When we get to have that experience repeatedly, we build a bridge of trust from our heart to another's heart. And once we have that type of a secure connection, we can then start to reach out and we can build a new bridge of trust with another person and another bridge of trust over here. And we can start to really kindle those bridges of trust in our world. And this is really important work. So if you've ever had that experience or that doubt, it can start with just a little niggle of a doubt of, hmm, maybe, maybe I'm too much trouble. 
Maybe I'm just too different. Maybe I'm too much fill in the blank. There is a pathway to trust that is possible. If you'd like to learn more about that, reach out to me on my website, healingyoursanctuary.com. There's a free course that I would invite you to check out. We'll be starting another small group very soon. Would love to invite you into that experience where we explore these kinds of concepts. We explore how do we stay in relationship regardless of how the other person's showing up. How can we show up with care and compassion? It's really a beautiful exploration. Sometimes it's not comfortable though, and that's all right. We will get to have the experience of being sat with in the uncomfortableness to expand our window of welcome to not make it wrong anyway. So again, reach out, healingyoursanctuary.com. I look forward to meeting you.